back everybody. This is episode 6 of Profitable Architect Online Weekly Podcast. My name is Sara Colata and I'm an architect and a digital transformation specialist. I am fed up with the fact that architects globally are undervalued, underappreciated and struggle to make enough for their living. This community is for students, young practitioners, academics, firm owners and senior architects who are looking to raise their value by leveraging the tools of digital transformation. In this episode, I will talk about digitalization and why is it important to integrate it into whatever it is that you are doing. After my internship in China and graduation, I moved to Berlin, Germany. It was that time to find a job. And I told you already that I didn't really want to work for a big practice anymore. I applied to several architecture offices and started to go for interviews. They were rather smaller practices, kind of cute ones. And I was doing this really because I believe that that's next for me. It's what I should be doing. But also I was dreading it and the day of getting a job in the firm again. And the longer I looked, the more I hoped for something different. In the second year of my university, we went to Palestine to do a UNESCO heritage project competition in the occupied territory of Ramallah. We were there for about two weeks and this trip was one of the most amazing experiences in my young architect's life. I loved being on the streets, making connections with the local community, being invited for dinners and learning about these people's culture. The context of the project was rich in political, religious, geographical and climate complexity. All of these elements of a moving puzzle added to the excitement of the project delivery. Architecture on the edge. Wow, it really did something for me. So that day being in Berlin, looking for a job, I just kept dreaming of an adventure and to travel and also to do some work with a meaning. Around that time, there was a lecture at the Technical University of Berlin about humanitarian architecture. I went alone. The event completely blew my mind. One after another, the speakers told stories of their lives, building endless projects around the world for people in need. They had much more projects on their account than any other architect I knew. Higher demand, higher velocity of building, more architecture experience, more fun with the real thing. One thing I will never forget was their eyes. All of them had something different in their faces, something I haven't seen in all the architects I met so far. Their faces were burned with sun and the corners of their eyes had wrinkles from smiling. Even when their faces rested, their eyes had this kind of bold shape and the wrinkles told a story of happiness. I don't know what was it about that that got me so hard, but that moment I kind of really wanted to be one of them. So I came home to my boyfriend, I just looked at him and I said, I just want to leave, I want an adventure, I want to go to the furthest part of the world, a part of the world which is real, with real problems, and I want to work there. Barefoot architect, like in the book of Johan van Lengen. That's how I ended up moving to Guatemala. Guatemala is one of the most beautiful countries I've ever visited. It's raw and it's authentic. I lived there six years. I started by working as an architect for a local charity, but very soon I launched TribeLab. TribeLab's mission is to preserve indigenous ways of building. TribeLab stands for sustainable design expressed by focusing on people, utilizing participatory design approaches. Planet by building local and 100% from nature and economy 
by channeling all the project's financial resources to their local community, hiring the community on all the phases of the project implementation, from material manufacturing and preparation to implementation. Most of the projects were supported by American churches, schools and private investors from the US. We built in Guatemala, Mexico, France and Greece. The projects were social centers, schools, libraries, housing, women's centers, disaster relief projects, as well as two playgrounds for refugee children in Europe. I really loved my work and I was enjoying myself so much. With time, I started to get older and more experienced and my priorities started to slowly shift. Problem was that most of the projects had limited budgets. And after paying salaries to my builders and other employees, by the end of the month, my paycheck was low. This kind of thing, I didn't even give it much thought when I was younger. But with time, I understood that it was unsustainable and I knew that I just cannot continue living like this in my 30s. I knew that I had to figure out how to make this work. And I understood a lot of the mistakes I was making were really happening because I didn't really know much of business and I didn't have all that much business acumen. One evening I sat in a bar with a drink. My head was full of worries. For me, coming back to Europe was a failure. And to be honest, I didn't really want to come back. So the only way to figure this out was to go forward. That evening I met a traveler who was a tech entrepreneur from Silicon Valley. We talked about me and my life in Guatemala. We talked about my projects and the charity. And I shared with him a lot of my worry. All he said to me was, if you want to be successful, follow success. That was so bizarre to me because that statement really struck me in its simplicity. I knew I wanted to study business because after running my own practice for that long, I didn't want to work for anyone else. So shortly after that, I went to the US and spent six months there studying business and marketing. It was there that I began to observe successful people. Now, in the world of business, individuals there represented a different version of success than the one that I'd known from architecture. And it was really insightful to observe other business models and examples of building wealth. With time, I realized that although most of them were talking about different aspects of business and have also been earning their income from different industries, there was one thing they all did. They all had an excellent digital marketing strategy and they all sold online training programs. I began to analyze it a little more. And as I was learning about these strategies, I began to ask myself whether this can be applicable to architecture. Leading by your expertise through providing value with coaching, training and consulting, I immediately thought about all the amazing architects who taught me how to build with earth and bamboo and mentored me on my journey as I started my practice. They really were masters of their craft, undoubtedly, experts in their architectural niche. All of them, however, relied on one source of income, the income from their design services. Over the years in Guatemala, with most of the building projects, we organized building workshops and recorded everything on film. So we had plenty of footage from our building, which could easily be organized in a course. One day I uploaded everything online. It was a bamboo course in joinery. I was surprised as to the results that followed. The course acted as a magnet on people globally interested in bamboo construction. I got invited for a World Bamboo Conference and I have also been contacted by the architecture firm in Mexico City who had a client asking to build a bamboo gallery in the city. They had no experience with bamboo building, so they were looking for a specialist on the project. This was the first time I got hired as a consultant and I got paid for my expertise. I worked remotely, overlooking the project, 
still as a part of a team paid to share my advice. This was the moment that I developed an obsession for digital transformation. I thought to myself, this can completely revolutionize the way architects do business. And I thought of all the mentors who taught me the craft and somehow how they got benefit from this new thing I discovered. I threw myself into a full-time study of business, marketing, sales, and shortly after moved back into the US to further my business study. Today, I have a few training programs helping architects utilize digital transformation to boost their sales and client acquisition. I also help architects create and sell online training programs. But the most amazing thing that not many people realize is that I work from my computer, being able to set up anywhere around the world and still do my work. This allows me the freedom that I've always been seeking. And with that, I can travel and explore and live the life that I always wanted to live. Four years have passed since I moved away from Guatemala and went to the US to study. Entrepreneurship is about turning what excites me in life into capital so that I can do more of it and help others experience the abundance that surrounds us. Most of my time today is spent coaching and consulting and I am growing a new business which with time can also serve my initial mission I worked for with Tribe Lab. I believe that every business in the world has to embrace digital transformation to grow and expand. With the concept of digitalization permeating almost every industry, it is indeed crucial that architects take notice and evolve. I really want you to understand that the only way for you to raise your value as an architect quickly, establish yourself as an unprecedented expert in your architectural niche, build resilience into your business, create an independent stream of income unshaken by any recession or pandemics, get the freedom to work with clients of your choosing on your own design dream projects, and leave a meaningful legacy in architecture for future generations is to digitalize your services as an architect. For every single business, in order to flourish, the right environment is needed. The best environment for the business is the one that the cost of client reach and the cost of developing a relationship with your clients are low. Grant Cardone, an American businessman says, business likes speed. The ideal scenario is one where you can quickly develop ideas without being constrained by the location, language, or an ability to reach out to your audience. All of those possibilities can easily be found online. Think of the speed of communication. It is something we take for granted today, but with just about 15 years ago, we didn't even have that. I am sure you know very well what I'm talking about. Every time you need to reach someone you're thinking of, you simply go to your messenger app, WhatsApp or email and send them a message. Our ability to communicate doesn't just get limited to quick communication between people already in our network. My work today is all about communications and networking. With the power of social media, Google, LinkedIn, you can virtually connect to anyone without any boundaries. If you own a mailing list, you surely know that the emails you send are getting opened literally a minute after you send them out. Having a mailing software allows you to track the speed at which people actually access the emails sent out to you. And you can track the process literally, literally as it unfolds in front of your eyes. Just imagine what it would take if you were to communicate with each and every single person today via traditional mail. It would take weeks before you get an answer. For the exact reason, the speed of communication and the internet is just a perfect place for business. But also, think about affordability. 
We can easily say that any type of communication online is completely free. All it takes for you is to open Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram profile and you can be broadcasting your message to your audience within minutes. There is virtually no limit as to whom you can reach with your message. That way, your organic growth is a matter of time and nothing else matters. Again, if you were to use a traditional way to reach the amount of people that you are able to reach within a year by being consistent with your posting on social media, you would have to spend thousands of dollars or euro to get your message in front of your desired audience. Today, with paid traffic, you can reach 1,000 people on Facebook with just as little as $10. Think of the lack of boundaries. I was sending a physical package recently from Berlin to New York and I paid 20 euro. Similarly, I communicated with the same person via LinkedIn and on a regular basis sending a message for completely free. When I set up Facebook ads targeted at architects within the EU and US, for each person that clicks it and lands on my website, I pay 25 cents. The internet has no boundaries. If you live in Berlin, like me, and you want to sell your products in the US or Australia, you can. There is literally no problem with that. You can do that and you can do what you want. To make this happen, you only are a few clicks away. Think of limitless interaction. Thanks to the internet forums in the past and now the variety of social media and the diverse language there, people started to become more and more open to interaction. With just one click, people express their feelings, reacting to your post with a smiley face, thumbs up and hearts and an angry emoticon. So within seconds, you can actually see whether what you want to share is valuable for these people and engaging. You can create polls and the more you engage your fans, the more chances are that you will actually make money from it. Why would that be important? Well, one of the most important things when you start your own business is to validate your idea and see if there is indeed a need for what you are bringing forth. This is specifically interesting, not just for establishing architecture practices, but also when you actually want to lead by your expertise. If you want to lead by your uniqueness, you need to find the appropriate crowd to follow you and to want to learn from you or collaborate with you, in which case you have to validate your idea and speak to them, bring it to the audience and see their reaction. If you wanted to compare this sort of research with the traditional way in which it's normally conducted, again, you would be looking at more time and money. Online is just easier to reach the right audience than physically going to the right location to get the information you need. Now, all of these differences I'm talking about are actually potentials, potentials for new forms of business to emerge and thrive. So tell me why so many architects are stuck in the old patterns of business. I want you to understand that I'm not telling you to be more active on social media. I am telling you to leverage it to make more money, to get more clients and to build systems into your practice such that this process is working for you whilst you sleep. And outreach alone means nothing without an ability to turn a profit on your visibility. Because a YouTube page that has 10,000 followers but makes you no money, it's in many ways worthless. This is why there is an absolute need to follow a simple system which can help you build a successful online business in the area of architecture, engineering and design. Now, what is that system? This week, I host series of trainings on digital transformation for architects on my personal Facebook group called Profitable Architect Online. 
you will find it under www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profitable architect online. This group is a social community for architects dedicated to coaching in digital marketing and online course creation. It is an extension and an active social part of this podcast. Join me as I do live training there. My vision is to empower an expert economy within architecture, where uniqueness is celebrated above rewarding hard work with meaningless diplomas, for the better good of an individual, but also a greater collective. If you're interested in talking to me directly, drop me a private message via LinkedIn and let's get on call. I would love to get to know you better and hear about your blogs and help you navigate through them for a more compelling future. Stay tuned as I share my journey, my research, my observations, experience and wisdom here through this weekly Friday podcast and in all other social media channels. If you like this episode, click subscribe to be notified of the next episodes coming out. Follow me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram under my name, Sara Colata. Share this podcast with anyone you can think of that can find this valuable. Thank you and see you in the next show. Thank you.